Hey, what's up? This is Michael, and this is the Campaigns Made Men episode 20. We're whispering! So last episode, a couple big reveals. Uh, Quarian definitely from the past. Quarian can read magic. And that information leads the characters to realize that the symbols that they had found on the bodies from the sewer a long, long time ago were part of some sort of spell to allow demons to come into the world that they're in. So the characters finally make their way back to the city, um, and things don't go too well for Grexel trying to get in. So here in episode 20, the uh, the characters get into the city, at least uh, Zane does, with Omi. And uh, they learn some pretty interesting information about uh, Alicia, about Graydon, about the Crimson Claw Crime Syndicate, and maybe most importantly, about what that spell uh, was for and maybe what it has done in their absence. So here again is the campaign's Made Men, Episode 20. We're whispering! city and find the real guards. Maybe they need help. For some reason, I'm believing Graxel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mainly because I have nothing else to go on. Pretty much, yeah. promise you look like an elf, and I look like a monster, so we won't be able to get inside, except when we go through the sewers, but there's no sewers closed by the gate, because if there were, you'll only have taken us through them. That's Therefore, correct. I have to assume that we have to go through the gate find the sewer, but then we'll get lost. So we'll be too much tough to kill every single guard. He said there were a thousand of them. That means there's 999 left. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if we can't get in, I guess we'll just have to wait outside in the desert. No. So why why do they hate elves here so much? Because the only elves that exist are in the desert. (laughs) So they don't allow elves inside the city? Uh, I think it's more like elves don't want to be inside the city. And probably they don't allow elves in the city. And elves will kill everyone they meet. Therefore, elves are not allowed in the city, I'm pretty sure. What if we try to bribe the guards to let us in? They won't. They won't let us in? Do you have money? No, but don't you have that necklace of mine? No. We got a book. They don't care about books. They're guards. If they were guard, if they weren't guards, maybe they would. If we had to bribe a historian, I'm sure it would work perfectly. <laughs> I feel really dumb. Drexel doesn't for make this kind of sense when he's around me. <laughs> you bring out the worst in Yeah. Oh, I feel really dumb for Drexel. Like completely schooling me. <laughs> oh, nice. you're right. So now we have a, well, you just have to wait for take your historian to work day. What, <laughs> what about what about Solid? Doesn't he have any jewelry or anything on him that we could bribe him with? We can go to the museum if it's still operational. Wait, what? 
He had an in, didn't he? Yeah, but it, there's nothing there. Now it's everything's abandoned. Been abandoned for years. Well, it's important for me to see if the inn looks abandoned for years or not. Actually, you don't even see a building that you think was the inn that you visited. We're going back to the bazaar. I'm going I'm to look if there's an inn there. That there is an inn, but it's not in the same place, and it doesn't have the same interior as the one you're used to. Well, I don't know what to do. This place is pretty unusual for me. Just let... Referring I to actually like try to recall of, aside from the rain incident with the tower, was there anything else, any other instances that my surroundings changed even slightly? Uh, I can't make a suggestion, can I? Nope. If I forget something, you can remind me, because I'm trying to remember, because I know the tower, and then you went into the magical portal. That's what I was going to say. And those are the only two that I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm, I was going to say the stone. Solo went in yeah. the portal. Wait, the portal of the cave, right? Yeah, the cave portal that he opened. Solo went in with the, before me or after me? After. He was the last one through. Did time pass differently when you were in the portal as a kid? No. Was Sala interested in the books on the way back from the cave like yeah. he was when we were in the cave? Yeah, he would have been like every every night would have probably been thumbing through them and marking page, pages and yeah, he was very you know excited about them. Even, even, up, <laughs> even up until the point where we got back and he died. He was murdered, yeah. Up until he died, he was very happy. <laughs> <laughs> he did. And he didn't even bad. see it coming, so he died. <laughs> did the portal change time in any way? Did you ever go inside and like people outside was like, it was longer for them? No, it was just like opening up a door. That doesn't make sense. Why did Sala do this? Because Sala was a fake Sala. By the way, if we're back in the bazaar, I want to be switching out my bloody uniform. Okay. Because if Sala was the fake Sala, then why is he is in not in the right place? Right. So what I'm going to say is you guys hit out in the desert for a while until it got kind of evening. Because there, there are guards that patrol the top of the tower, but there's very little that happens, so they really just didn't pay attention. So you have to sneak back up to the bazaar at night, but you get there unseen. So you can stay in the bazaar area. Tonight, literally without any incident, unless you decide to do something. So you guys can kind of talk amongst yourself and decide what you want to do. And I'm going to jump back over to Zane. Uh, so you spend four or five hours. You get a hot bath. You get some food in you. Omi's almost like a nursemaid. Takes care of you. You know, whatever you want, he'll run out and get. Um, so when he comes back, he's like, there's something weird going on. I don't... People are just different. What do you mean? The city just doesn't... Feel like the same city to me. I don't recognize some of the faces. People just, they don't look, they look scared. I mean, and out of DM, Mariposa is a city full of crime, but it's, you know, prostitution, drugs, gambling. Not that it's victimless crime, but it doesn't really bleed over into innocent people that often. You know, gamblers probably get stabbed. Someone drags drug Druggies <laughs> probably get killed. But you can have a normal, honest life within the city and be fine. And what he's telling you is that everybody he met looked terrified. Everybody's scared. Their faces are hollow. Their eyes are sunk in. They look hungry. Like, this, the city just doesn't feel the same as it did when we left. 
I don't know what's going on. It's weird. And then there's those guards everywhere. Like there's just all those red red armed guards just all over the place. I'll go up to the roof of the place where we where we are and okay. observe the city for ten or fifteen minutes. Okay. Does anything stand out to me? Yes. Uh, near the center of the city, where again you heard those sounds coming from earlier, where you used where before you saw the royal palace or what where it would have been surrounded by like a woodland area, it's a, like a much larger building and it's a lot more elaborate and it basically takes up the entire area. There's like a, a building that was not there ten days ago that's like three times the size of the palace that you that you know of. Okay. My first instinct is to go to where I think Grexel is. Okay. Uh, would, and Omi would have come back and s- said something along the lines that I don't think Grexel made it in the city. Apparently, uh, he killed a guard and then ran back out to the wastelands. Sounds perfectly normal for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just go. You know, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then uh, Omi and I will go to Graydon's place, but not in Graydon's place. We'll go observe his place. Okay. So you, you can work on your way through the sewers. You find uh, a place you can, again, you know, Teenage Mutant and Turtles pop up and look. And the place is there. It's where you remember it. The outside looks the same. The business isn't quite as brisk as maybe you would remember. And just even like the patrons coming in just don't seem as happy going to a strip club as they did you know, before. That's not possible. I know. Um, <laughs> some of the girls that you see that. leaving. You go to the strip club. Just don't look oh, as healthy. Really? I mean, it's definitely a dingier place than it was 10 days ago. Do I see. Graydon, you can't, go. you can't actually see inside. Every time you've ever been there, Graydon's just behind the bar. Okay. You've never seen him outside that, there. You've never seen him anywhere else. Omi and I will go in. Okay. Uh, is there a back door? Yes. Does, do I know if he always has somebody like at the back door inside? Usually there's like a bouncer out back or someone just, just to make, take care of the place. So I'll kind of do the... Uh, yeah. Remember? Look how I look at you and he kind of nods. Sort of, there's a little head hidden thing. Mm-hmm. You don't recognize the guy, but he seems to know who you are. I think he does. Okay. All right. So you walk through the back room because the back is like where the girls stay and change, like the dressing rooms, and on occasion when they offer additional services, this is where it would be. Uh, so you make your way through that out to like the main floor area, and you look behind the bar, and it is not greeting behind the bar. It's a guy you don't recognize. Um, Younger guy, got like like a faux hawk going. All right, so the the guy behind the bar is someone you don't really or you don't recognize. It's a younger guy, dark hair, kind of like a faux hawk. Sort of looks like a uh, like you'd see like a normal bar today, like a bartender. Okay, I'll go in as if I'm. Well, shit, I just came in back here. Yeah, as if I'm a patron. Just see if he noticed me coming from the back. All right, well, if he looks over, he kind of, like, starts, sort of, like, like when he sees you, and he, and he kind of, like, gives you sort of the, the nod. Okay. All right, I'll go ahead and sit down, like, everything's cool. Okay. Um, a couple minutes later, he'll actually walk out, come over to just to give you, an, uh, like, a drink, and as he sat down, he kind of whispers, she's waiting for you downstairs, and then walks back away. Uh, okay. 
I'm assuming it's Alicia, so I'll go downstairs. Okay, you taking Omi with you? Yeah. Okay, so you guys kind of go into like a back room and there's like a little trap door I'm, I'm guessing you're probably already familiar with. So you make your way down a uh, couple little side, you know, hallways and you go to like, sort of like a large room. Um, and when you walk in, Alicia's sitting there behind a large table. There's like paper spread out all over the place. There's pra- papers like tacked to the wall. And one of the first things that you notice is everybody you've seen in the city so far, which hasn't been that many people, but just what Omi's told you, all look hollow and, and hungry, sunken eyes. Alicia looks vibrant. She's, I mean, she's always been attractive, but like almost instantly you actually almost find her more attractive. There's almost like a glow about her. She seems really healthy. Uh, her boobs even look a little bit bigger. Like, just immediately you're just like, wow, he looks good. And she kind of looks over at you, and, and you know, there's like a, a wash of relief that goes over her face. She looks at Omi, and she smiles. And then she kind of looks past both of you, and then sort of looks saddened. She's taking the big guy. And she kind of looks over, and she sort of ushers you to sit down. She's like, it says, I'm so glad you're back. I don't, I don't know why you left. But I'm so glad you're back. I need your help so badly. Please, please tell me you'll help. What's been going on? And she sits down and she, you kind of see her like, kind of steal herself. And then, then she's like, oh, wait, wait. And she stands up and she takes these little, they look almost like spiders, like a little silver disc with like legs. You would recognize them from before. And she actually walks in and places them like three around the room. And then you kind of get the feeling that you're basically within like a bubble that you guys can talk and anything outside of that would be within the silent spell. Okay, so she kind of gathers herself. First she says, where, where is Grexel? Actually, roll me a perception check first. Um, 20. All right, so when she gets up to, to put the little mm-hmm. things on the wall, you notice she's got a little bit of a bump. Uh-oh. And then she comes back, sits down, and she's like, Where, where's Grexel? Um, For those of you listening, waiting. that would be baby bump. As, he's, I, as <laughs> I was miming to the, to the group. She's got a little bit of a bump. She's got a little bump. <laughs> More like a hunch. <laughs> yeah. Not so much here. Um, <laughs> Where, where's Grexel? He should be around. He should he's be around safe? the city. Yeah. I heard the rumors today. I thought it might have been him at the at the guard. At the uh, it may have been, but if I know Grexel, he's <laughs> probably fine. Him? Yeah, he doesn't need that? me to take care of him. He thinks he does, but he doesn't. Grexel takes care of himself. I know, but I hope I have I have many favors to ask of you tonight, and one of them would be. To get Grexel in to see me. It's very important that I talk to him. Okay, that's not a problem, but tell me what's going on. So, my father, the man you know as Graydon, who is also known as Talon, is in trouble. And he has not always been honest with you, though he, his dishonesty has been for your protection. And if you will help me rescue him, I will take you to your father. You know where my father is? I do. So, tell me. 
I have to have your promise that you will help me first. That's more important to me right now. I stand up in anger and you would tell me that you know where my father is and then keep it from me? Only because I need your help. I'm, I'm willing to reunite you with your father or at least make that possible. But I have to have your promise of help. My father is in very much danger, as is this entire city. My father's been missing for years. Yes, but he was working for my father. He is safe. He's not in any more danger today than he was yesterday where my father is. Pace around and pull out my coins and flip them around in my hand and then say... How long will it take, and when can I see him? As soon as my father is safe, we will all go together to where your father is. How will we get to your father? That's what I need you for. Okay. He's currently residing in the dungeons beneath the royal palace. Why? All of the the heads of the various gangs were rounded up and and imprisoned, and they're set to be executed at the next full moon. Did you send the letter? No, I don't know what you're talking about. So will you agree to help rescue my father? Yeah. Excellent. So there's one other thing that I must I must show you more than tell you. I'm afraid that if I tell you, you won't believe me. <laughs> right. So she basically she says, do Oh, you, I believe you. Do you trust me? <laughs> do you believe me now? Yeah, of course I trust you. All right. So she opens up like a little box. <laughs> The side of like a little, looks like a mini treasure chest. I think she opens it up. She pulls out a little vial and sort of shakes it. And then she pours out just like a little, little tiny strand. And you can tell that it's, it's Rexan. You've seen it before. And then she takes something out of another vial, kind of shakes it up. And basically she cuts a little bit of this other stuff into it. And then she actually like cuts it up. And if you've done Rexan before, which I know Omi has, I'm not sure if your character ever has done it. This is probably like one fourth of a normal dose that you would use to get the euphoric hive, probably barely enough for you to notice it. And she says, I need you to take this, and then I can show you what you need to see. Um, 16, is she, are her intentions good? If she's lying, you don't know for what purpose. Doesn't seem to be malicious, but... She seems very, she seems scared while she's telling you this, but not necessarily, you don't know, for her, for you, if you'll say yes, you'll say no, but she's definitely scared of something when she's asking you to do this. And she actually looks at Omi and says, I'm, I really hate that I have to ask you to do this, but it's very important that you, that you do this. Okay, I'll do it and look like a, first time or like I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> okay like for the first thing I do is <laughs> so here, here's my only one question with, with Rob not here do you think Omi would do it because he has promised you profusely that he would never do Rex again <laughs> I think he would I think he would be like like I have an excuse to do it, <laughs> to do it. and I won't be thought less of for it all right, so for everyone listening, we'll own record, we have all decided that Omi would do this for Zane, not necessarily for himself. 
Omi's a recovering addict, yeah, yeah. and he promised never to do it again. I think he'd be like, well, he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so both of you, you take your, your little hit. There's about a five-minute sort of downtime where you just sit there, and you kind of get really mellow. And one of the side effects of Rexing, if you guys remember from early on, is it kind of gives you almost like a heightened awareness. Things look clearer, smells are, are sharper. When you taste food, it tastes stronger. But this time, there's actually like like a red, almost like haze. It's almost like you're looking through a rose-colored lens. Everything in the room just sort of gets like a red tint. And she says, I need you to go upstairs, walk outside, but say nothing. Do not say a word to anyone, and then come back down here. Okay. All right, so if you guys get up, you go out, go through the little hallway, you go upstairs, you walk out. And for at first, nothing really seemed like you're kind of looking around like, I don't, I don't get it. You know, you don't understand what's going on. And then slowly you start to realize that some of the people that are in the bar, their faces don't look right. And the longer you stare at them, they start to get these really like sort of exaggerated evil features. And then their, their skin, you start to see like almost like horns are coming out of their heads and um, almost like, like a wave of heat is coming off of them. Clearly, this is not a human. It's some sort of malicious, evil creature masquerading as a human. But unless you're on the Rexan, you can't see that. They look normal otherwise. And as you look around the bar, and if you walk outside and look around, about 10%, about every one out of every 10 persons, people, whatever, have that sort of figure. Every one of the guards that you see has that feature. So all the red arms in the city that you've seen, which probably is, you know, maybe 10 out of a thousand, but 100% of them has, yeah, <laughs> have that demonic sort of halo image burned over top of their face. And even within that period of time, the, the effect starts to kind of fade. And, you know, if like, if you make eye contact, they kind of look at you and they smile and you sort of have that almost dual image where you see the human face smile at you, but the demon face beneath there is just staring at you like you're meat. Or like you're a dumb animal that doesn't understand it. Um, do you say anything? Do you like go, ah! Or, you know, scream? Or do you try to... If it, no. Well, if it's I my... mean, it would freak you the shit out. So you tell me, would you be able to just deal with that? No. <laughs> this, at this point, no, I probably wouldn't okay. be. So how are you going to act out to this? Are you going to say something to one of the demons or... No, I would probably be noticeably nervous for no good reason, and then, and I would only be making eye contact with those people that I see that look different. Okay. And then I would turn around and I would probably like quickly move back to where I came from. Right. Omi probably having a more familiarity with this feeling, anyways. Is like, come on, calm down, calm down, come on, stay, you know, don't, don't, don't get us in trouble here. And he grabs you by the hand, and leads you back in. And as you pass, you notice that the bartender, the one that told you where Alicia was, is having has that same demonic face beneath his own. Quit, lay down. And you make your way back downstairs, and she's sitting there, and you can tell that she's just nervous. And then when you walk in, she actually kind of starts, and uh, then you see her just kind of breathe a sigh of relief. Did you see them? Yeah. So those are the things that have my father. I don't. What know. are they? They're everywhere. I, I don't. What are they? I don't actually know. They look. They look like demons. 
Has anything else crazy been, other than just this, been going on since the last time we saw each other? No, not, not really. How long ago was it that I saw you when you, when you helped me escape the Silent Sisters? That was a few months, well, that was about a month ago. Maybe, well, no, probably, I guess, honestly, about two weeks, maybe three, because of how long you were in the desert. So that would be accurate. About three weeks would probably be accurate. Because she was gone for like a week where you guys didn't see her at all before you even left. So her timetable makes sense to yours. Okay. What, what do you need from me? Obviously, these things have infiltrated our organization already. Like the, you know, she mentioned sort of like up where the bargain would be. He's clearly one of them and he knows I'm here. But I don't want them to know that we know. Um, I would turn to Omi and ask him for any suggestions with his, with his knowledge of this kind of stuff that's better than mine. Uh, he would say, you know, I can probably get us close to the sewers, but that building's new. I, I won't know my way around it like I would have before. But I still can't get us into the... I never could get us into the palace grounds before, so I, I don't know how close it'll be. Do you think we need Grexel? It's going to be very difficult. And, and she even says you'll have to keep him hidden all of his kind of and round up and they're put into the slave pits. So should we go without him? I don't know that you can succeed, and I really want to speak to him. I, I really hope at least you would bring him to me and then let me keep him hidden. Okay. All right. So, um, we'll stay there until I get off of this. Okay, it takes like another ten minutes and then you're, you feel like you're completely off of it. And then, um, and then, uh, we will head out of the city since we heard the guards running around talking about a creature that tried to get in. So then we'll go... Hunt down uh, Grexel and Corian. Okay. Are you saying that to her? Or no. Just kind of talk, talking yeah. to the DM. Okay. All right. So you're going to go that night, or are you going to wait till like the next day? As soon as possible. Okay. Um, so you make your way through the city. Are you, I'm assuming going through the sewers again, trying to avoid everything. Um, you see a couple more red guards, and, and the, the effect is gone, but, but you kind of almost... You can sort of sense it now. There's a little bit of difference between the people that are truly people and the ones that are these whatever they are. Um, so you wouldn't be 100%, but sometimes you can, especially the guards, you like you can just see that the evil that resonates from them now that you couldn't before. Uh, but you're able to sneak your way, get really close to the wall, but you're still going to have to get out of the city. Where before you had to bribe your way out, you don't know if they're just going to let you go or if you're going to have to bribe or try to kill them, but there's two guards at every door that leads out of the city. Okay. Um, the first thing I'll try and do is try and just walk past them with so much confidence that they are like, all right, he's had, he's. All right. So as you like are clearly making your approach and they recognize that you're going towards them, they both slide towards like the center and they both like half draw their sword. Citizen, where do you, where do you think you're going? Um, I'm going on a run. Then I need to see your papers. Okay. Um, how close am I to them? Uh, ten feet. 
And Omid's right beside me. Yeah. And there's just two of them. There's just two, but there's like probably a couple hundred feet down. There's another another guard gate that if you start a fight, there's a chance that they would overhear, especially if they called out specifically to them. Um. I reach like I'm looking for my papers. Like, you know what? I'll go get them. Best you do. All right. Sorry about this. Okay. I turn around and start walking back into the city. They just shuffle back into their stand, you know, like Addie's position, I guess, on the other side of the gate. Okay. I turn to Omi and be like, "All right, we. Do you know of a way we can sneak out?" Yeah, I would have. I would have taken this that way before. The only way out is over the wall or through it. How can we get over the wall? Well, we can get up there fairly easy, but it's a 50-foot drop down the other side. Let's go get some uh, some rope and some hooks and see if we can drop down the wall. Okay. Uh, doesn't take you long. You, you know, Omi's got stashes, and you guys have enough money. You can easily buy rope and hooks. But, again, there's guards that patrol the top of the towers as well. So you're going to, you know, you probably can get out. But someone's going to see you do it. Now, whether they're just like, what the F are they doing? You know, cut the cut your rope when you're halfway down. Can I, Can we make a, um, can Omi and I make a sneak to see if we can yeah. get over and down without anybody seeing us? Yeah. And get rid of the evidence? Roll your sneak Since rope. it's a specialty, is this where I do two? Um, yeah. No, the, the only thing that you get that on is... Um, Desert survival. Okay. Everything else, you just get that plus one d six. But yeah. so, but specialties, I do a, a d six. Well, all your skills, you get a d six. But these skills came from your background. These skills come from your specialty, but they're all skills. And then I also add my dexterity. Correct. D twenty plus ten. Your dex 14, plus eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. I'll assume only rolls at least as well as you do. Um, you guys manage to sneak around. There's a couple. There's like some stairways. That you have to get past the guards, but between you, either making like throwing a pebble, waiting for guard change, it takes you a, a, probably a good couple hours, but you're able to sneak into the into the little uh, stairwells, get to the top without anybody seeing you. The difficulty is going to be putting the grappling hook, getting down, and then getting the grappling hook off, because I don't know that you could just whip the rope 50 feet up and get it to pop off. I don't think it's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Um, I don't have any ideas. Just leave it there. Yeah, I don't have any ideas, so we're just going to have to leave it there. Okay, so you leave it there, jump over, you're able to climb down pretty easily. You're coming down into the bazaar. You guys hear something climbing down the walls above you. How long has it been since we've been in the the bazaar? A couple hours. Because you ran out to the desert for a while, you waited until it to get dark, and then you snuck back, and now you're hiding in the bazaar. More than four or less than four? More than four. Okay, so I'm going to count that as a wrestling because I got trains. Okay. So I can go to full health finally. Okay. All right. Your, your sunburn finally has sunk in, and now you just have a nice tan. <laughs> Looking <laughs> sexy. Yeah, now you look more like a desert elf. You look like you're on spring break. Like. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go out and sneak around to check it out, see what's going on, see if the guards are trying to come and find us. Roll a sneak roll. To, what is it, D20 plus dex? Yeah, unless you have actual... Like, 25. 
I got plus. I got six, but I mean, I got a special race thing for high and low light. Okay. So even with your low roll, you're still pretty sneaky. But at one point, you're like, "Hey, Greg." Grexel's just gone. <laughs> you don't even see where Grexel went. Yeah. And then you look up and you see two figures climbing down a rope off the side of the wall. They're probably about another 10, 15 feet down from you. Okay. Well, seeing people climb out of the sea probably doesn't mean they're a real big threat because it doesn't mean they're guards then. Right. So what are you going to do? Just watch them? Uh, yeah, I'm going to look around for Grexel now since I lost him. Because he was right. out sneaking with me, yeah. right? Yeah. Roll a spot check. All right. Uh, crit. All right. So you plus what? <laughs> plus 22. No, 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 plus wisdom. Oh, do you have a perception thing? Yeah, so right, 28 <laughs> plus I got a 30. All right, so Grexel is taking his shirt off, and his sort of blue-gray skin is blended into the wall, and he's like this. And all you can see is his eyes darting back and forth. All right, and then you see... creepier than Yeah. <laughs> So then you see it clearly becomes Zane and Omi are climbing down of like a rope off the side of the building. You see them get to the bottom, and you see them just for like a couple seconds doing this, and then there's like fuck it, and then they start walking away. Cuckoo, yeah. that's the sound they make. Cuckoo, cuckoo, yeah. bird noise, bird noise. Cuckoo, cuckoo, Zane. Cuckoo, cuckoo, Zane. So, are you hearing that? Yeah, I think. And Omi and you rush over and kind of get into the tents and you see Quarian and Grexel. And not long after you hear a guard shout down, Hey! Who went over the wall? If you look outside, you see the rope being pulled up. What's the secret password? Bacon. Bacon. I went quickly. (laughs) (laughs) What does Omi say? I'm looking at him. Um... Probably not whispering. Who's Alicia? <laughs> She's my girlfriend. Ooh. Yeah. We're whispering. We're whispering <laughs> in game. In game. I saw Alicia. She wants to see you right away. It's pretty important. I can't go inside. We. There's not how many like guards left. We have to find a way to get you inside. Oh wait. I think we wait. can dress as listen. guards listen. and we'll say we caught you listen. outside. As a... listen. There's an animal, as a monster. Where was Salah's in? Hmm? Salah's in, where was it? It was this way, right? In the bazaar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come with me. Okay. I saw them that the end is clearly not there, there's another end somewhere else. There's an end that's clearly not the end that you were in before. I think maybe we're in the past. Or in the future. It doesn't make sense. How would we have traveled? How can the inn have moved in 10 days and then been abandoned for a few months? I I talked to, uh, what's her name? Alicia. Alicia. I talked to Alicia, and I asked her when the last time we saw her was, and she said three weeks. Have you been drinking? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, how can this building move? I don't, it's unexplainable. Did Alicia know the single password? Yes. That doesn't make sense. I always ask her. <laughs> how does the how does the end how did the end move in ten days or three weeks? 
And then get that bottle that looks like it hasn't been nobody has been around for a few months. Grexel, I think you should worry less about this and more about seeing Alicia. It's very important. It's fine, but I can still talk about it. Okay. But Where are we going? I think maybe we'll dress as guards and we say that we caught you outside Why of the city. Why do get an of the guards? You know, we're plate armor. You don't have plate. Have you seen the guards? It's not like you wear a well, bunch of leather and look like them right now. I don't feel like killing anyone right now, but maybe we just go to the gate and we knock them out. How? They're, they're behind their thingy. And put something. The we can find. We can find something. We can find rope or something in the in the bazaar. You got know, rope? I can climb that this wall. I could try to mm-hmm. shoot it over in my belt. We were able to just throw it up. We were, if we could fashion some hooks, it's not so high that we were able to just throw it up. I can throw it up there, but how am I going to climb? We have mean? like seven ropes for me to hold on to. I'm sure we can find stuff in the bazaar. Do I think this is a rope that can actually hold my weight? Start making a police <laughs> we system. We need chain. Okay. I know what to do. Let's go find some rope. But I won't, it won't hold me. I'm too heavy. You're not going to climb up. We're, I'm going to get you in. Don't worry about it. I'm going to get you in. So what are you doing? I'm going to trick the guards. How? I'm well, going to get back. you in. All right. Um, I want to search through the bazaar, try to find rope or enough. I mean, anything of true value has already been taken or scavenged, but you can find bits of rope and, you know, right. like a lantern, some sticks. So I want to go to a different spot on the wall. Maybe the guards are, like, hanging around where they saw us climb down, so I want to go to a different spot. Okay. I want to follow Zane after being driven insane by Grexel okay. for the last, like, six hours. Oh, me's hanging out with Grexel. They, they, they have a vibe. They'll, they'll talk for a while. So how was Lisa? Uh, that's what I'm asking. Well, I'll let them. And he's like, right. he, he, like literally, his mouth just kind of opens up. He's like, "I'm gonna go with Zane," and then he walks <laughs> away. All right, so <laughs> we throw the hooks, or we find something to fashion some hooks, like okay, cooking pans or something like it. Something yeah, that's all safe. Ah. <laughs> bang, clang, bang, 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 bang. Um, but the guys will be confused. Like, why is there a pot up here? <laughs> Nineteen for a sneak. All right, you manage to throw something up there, and it takes several times, but eventually you I could just tie a big rock and have Grexel throw it up. You could just have Grexel throw you. <laughs> <laughs> Omi probably would make it. <laughs> all right, so we get up. To the wall. Alright, so you're going to climb all the way up to the wall. So you go on top. The wall is like 30, 40 feet thick. It's, it's not solid, so it's almost like, you know, a hollow. That's where the tunnels are in the middle. So you're on top of it, and there's guards that patrol, but right now you're in between the trolls, so you're going to have to sneak. Either wait, wait for one to pass you, or sneak past one to get to a stairwell. Um, from where I am right now... Or push one over the side. From where I am right now... How many guards do I see up on top? Well, there's one to either side of you. You're basically between patrols. And are they both moving in the same direction? Like that one's getting further away and this one's getting closer? They're they're sort of 
pacing seems to be more random. It's not like they just walk 20 yards one way and 20 yards the other. It's more like they just kind of walk around and sometimes right. they'll, they'll group up. And I want to try and hide right right where I am. Okay. And uh, wait here long enough for one of them to come by. 11. I actually rolled lower than that. Okay. Well, do I need to roll to go follow him up? Or you... I, did you tell them the plan? Because I had the impression that you were not going up. I didn't tell them the plan, but he said he was coming with Yeah, us. I was following him. Okay, now you can climb up, but you'll need to roll a hide to, to try to hide with them. Okay. Uh, so, 14. Okay. Well, plus dexterity, right? You're yeah. higher than 11. You're good. So, 18. Yeah. yeah, I rolled really low, my guy. So, both of you and, and Omi kind of like hide into like the crevice of the shadows. They're kind of laid down, and you see a guard... Walking toward you, know, like walking towards you, does not appear to see you. I'm gonna spring on him. Okay, so basically you're laying in wait, and he walks up right where you're standing, and pulls out his cock and starts pissing off the side of the wall, like right above you. So you're actually getting like little drips on your face. Okay, go. <laughs> so wait, he turned to the face me. Yeah, you know, like you like. I imagine that you're like. Kind of down low, like along okay. the edge. I so grab he's like his... right above you, just pissing <laughs> off the side of the wall. I grab his nuts. Roll to grapple nuts. <laughs> you miss his nuts. Do I need to roll initiative? Uh, well, this is only a, a surprise attack. So you would have advantage on this attack. So I'm going to use my dexterity to. Okay. Nut grab. And do I, is that all I do? Twist and pull. Twist and pull. Sure. I, mean, I guess I was count this as like an unarmed strike sort of thing. I'm not really sure how to abjugate this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna abjugate. I'm gonna abjudicate. strike him. I guess since I'm down, I'll strike him in like the midsection to try and knock him down. <laughs> I'll punch him in the balls. Okay. So unarmed strike to the nut Give us feedback and comments at our website, dndacademy.com. You can check out previous podcasts at our website and subscribe to future ones on iTunes. If you have a suggestion for a topic, we'd love to hear it. Email your ideas to podcast at dndacademy.com, and you can connect with us on Twitter at dnd underscore academy. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. <laughs>